You're about to enter the world of Michael Zavala. Now's your chance to turn back. Get in the bad cave, Michael. Don't do Red Bull. Do uh, Coca-Cola or something. I'm just amazed at what you think about. This is MZ Now. By the way, I'm still watching the Batman for the second time. Haven't seen it. Uh, oh, the new one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. I'm still like an hour into it. I have two more hours to go. Did you uh, see anything that you might might have missed the first time? No. In fact, I think I was paying more attention the first time than I was this time. Usually, it's the opposite. Usually, oh. I just kind of like I'm because I'm trying to figure out what's going on the first watch, and then you notice more the second time because you kind of already know what's going on and you're not trying to anticipate the story. So this time I'm trying to just take it all in, and uh, it's just it's it's a lot. I like it. It's just it's hard for me to sit down in my house for three hours. There's always something for me to do. I have to I have to be doing this, and I feel guilty if I'm sitting down watching a movie for three hours. Mm-hmm. So, how many times have you seen it? Just the one. And do you like it? Yeah, I mean I enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean there was. I couldn't like, remember what you said about it. <clears throat> I can't remember either now. Um, but I think. I think what it was, it was uh, at some parts I felt like they were a little too long, but overall I enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of like uh, camera on the scenery stuff, you know, where camera it's like, on the scenery. you know what I mean? Like <laughs> it's just focusing on like this and that and I'm like, what does that have to do with the like story? The cinematic view. Or yeah. Like whatever I don't care about that. Yeah. That's not the star of the show. Robert Pattinson is. So put the camera on him or the other stars. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed the uh, storyline and where they started the story from. So. Yeah. No, I did. I thought it was a very uh, different and unique approach mm-hmm. to Batman. So if you're going to do another Batman movie, this is the way to do it. Right. I did watch a movie, though, the other day. It took me like three days to get through it. It was called Run. I saw a clip of it on TikTok. The older movie? No, it's uh, maybe a year old or so. Okay. It's on Hulu. Oh, is it with the little girl? Yeah. The girl and then the, the, the mom? mom? Yeah. 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 It was great. Really good. Uh, uh yes and yes. You didn't like it? Uh I did I did like it. Um I liked it because I can't run. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but I think that I um had already seen different like versions of that versions story. Versions of that story. Yeah, yeah. That because apparently um it was supposed to be uh a they they really say it's not inspired, but then it really really kind of is. Um, of misery. Uh, what do you call oh, okay. it? Kathy Bates' character, yeah. um, Amy Wilkes. I think it's like that's what her name is. And I can't forget what it is. But so basically, so she was a, a nurse previously in um that storyline of misery. And so I had already seen Castle Rock with um Lizzie uh, Chaplin playing uh Amy Wilkes. And Annie, Annie Wilkes. Anyway, sorry. Whoops. I was kind of close. You were close. So yeah, Annie Wilkes um, playing as, yeah, Annie from Misery. And she did a beyond performance. And uh, it's a similar kind of like back backstory with her and, and, the, and Castle Rock. And uh, after that, when I saw Run, 
I was all like, yeah, this is kind of like same type the wish, of story. wish version yeah. of what Lizzie Chaplin did in Castle Rock. I just like the <laughs> twist at the end when you're like, because <gasps> you kind of figure out what's going on within the first yeah. five minutes of the movie. Well, I wasn't shocked at all. So, Oh, yeah, because you had seen it before. <laughs> but I liked it. It kept my interest. It was like an hour and a half movie. Like I said, it took me three days to get through it because I can't sit still and watch a movie. Mm-hmm. But um, so last week we had DOC in studio. It was great, uh, a great show. Um, I almost didn't think I was going to be able to make it through it because my allergies decided to flare up again wow. last weekend. And for some reason, when I was going around town looking for his coconut water, mm-hmm. I thought it'd be an easy thing. I thought I went down to the racetrack, QT or whatever this is right here. They didn't have it. And I was like, energy level, I was at a 3.5. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, that's not even show minimum, you know? Right. And then I go down to the gas station near our old studio. It's totally different inside. Well, I mean, it looks the same, but it's brand new. Like they redid the whole thing. They can't even sell alcohol yet because they don't have uh, their license yet. That's how new it is. Ooh, they wow. need to right there too. Yeah. That's a moneymaker on that corner. Yeah. And uh, by the way, did you know that strip club across the street from that is now a poker house? Yeah. No. <laughs> I yeah. saw that recently. Are you being serious? Yeah. Yeah. Poker It was, house. Uh, what was it? It was Zona Rosa. Zona Rosa. Yeah, now it's some kind of poker place. That's where we found uh, Fabuloso mm-hmm. for Twerksgiving years and years ago. Me, Sarah, and Eric walked in there looking for somebody. She was the bartender at the time. Yeah. And then she she shortly quit and changed her life. So mm-hmm. is it naked gambling? I'm not sure what it is. I didn't even know you could play poker in Dallas, honestly, like that. I didn't either. But it's there. Big O sign. Poker house. They serve liquor in the back? Not sure. You know, poker up front, liquor in the back. Oh, I got you. No, I'm just asking. <laughs> you have no idea. I don't know. Let's go try it out though one day. Let's walk in like we're big gamblers, like from Vegas. Is it Texas Hold'em or is it just No he, idea? He doesn't know. Uh, it's got cards. I'm, I don't I'm really assuming it's, it's cards. cards. Yeah, it's yeah. got cards on the logo. I don't really either. I mean, the only thing I know is the whole theory of doubling down, but I've only even that, I don't even know what that means. I know that only from blackjack. I can play blackjack. See? Yeah. That's what I mean, man. I'm not really gambler but hey it's kind of intriguing i didn't know dallas allowed you to do that i either. didn't i didn't know either we should go in as like we're undercover cops and see what happens <laughs> no we should and film it no we should yeah. with like hidden cameras and yeah. stuff Nah, probably not yeah joe just walk in with like just grow this must the mustache part out yeah oh the and creeper it, yeah and get it really thick yeah and then cut it you'd be like true detective no yes. we shouldn't do that. and then walk in with your sunglasses and everything yeah no, no i'm not a cop <laughs> Have you seen this guy? Yeah. I mean, I've been I've been called a lot of things in life, but it's never been a cop. Yeah, but if you had the mustache, you would be a cop, yeah. undercover cop. Maybe. I never but, thought of that. I mean, I've actually been quite anti-stash my entire ride. Maybe either wear a beard or, you know, nothing at all. I'm not really a big stash kind of dude. You should try it out one day. Stash is coming back. I don't know. The stash man. is back, baby. It takes a special yeah. dude to rock a stash the right way, I guess. Right. You know. Yeah, there's only a few people that you expect the stash on. Firemen and pedophiles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's it who else maybe uh, a biker mark has one right it used to be like cops rocked stashes mm-hmm. a lot but mark's also got a beard though right uh he's got I a don't... beard with the little yeah, wario he, yeah, he looks he like does. wario from yeah. uh yeah, the mario about, universe yeah, yeah what does i yeah. say what about mario man he rocks a stash yeah he's, he's a plumber though he's a plumber yeah. you can do that oh yeah so you you're have a plumber you get a plumber a fireman trades. and italian oh, and okay. italian yeah so you have to be <laughs> A tradesman. A tradesman can rock the stash. Yeah. A tradesman, a blue collar tradesman can rock the stash. Uh, and if you're not that, then <laughs> you're on your way to jail. <laughs> you're on your way to prison. But uh, so I was talking to the lady th- that works there and I'm like, you guys don't have coconut water? And she's like, I don't, I don't know. 
So she gets up and helps me look. You know how like, you go to the Best Buy? Or Walmart. Yeah, and you're like, yeah, you have this, this movie? The store is tiny. Yeah. Like, there's not a lot of places to go. And it. half their freezers are roped up because they can't uh, sell oh, yeah. the alcohol in yeah. there. So mm-hmm. it's only like three freezers. And I'm like, you guys don't have it. She's like, I don't know. Let me look. And I thought she was going to go to the computer or the back or whatever. Right. She just literally goes up to the freezers that I had just looked at. And she's like, I guess we don't have it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, do you remember there was a time where everything had yeah. coconut water in it? Why don't you go to QT right here? I did. They didn't have it. Really? I searched all their whole thing. They, had, they didn't have any coconut water. They had coconut juice, which oh. is disgusting. What's the difference? It's actually like I'm the juice. I've never been. I'm not a coconut big, guy. I've never been a big well, coconut you, fan either. I've never really actually had coconut water, so I don't know if it's actually water or not. I'm sitting there going, is it? It's more like flavor. It's it's flavored water, basically, with a little hint of coconut, essentially. Well, you should have got like, him right? water and then the juice and then had him mix it itself. Mix your own? <laughs> yeah, mix your own or coconut water. Clark or Joey do it. Yeah. Or got a real coconut. Oh, that's true. Oh, my <laughs> God. Stuck a straw in it. Yeah. yeah. You know, Ooh, that's a good idea. We could have rocked that. I Are they in season? I, I don't know. Are they in season? Again, I've never tried that. <laughs> we should, you know, we should try that. But, Next time we invite him on, we just get real yeah. coconuts and yeah. just do fresh coconut water for him. After that episode, or we, we interviewed him, I went to the store, and every store I went to after that, I saw coconut water everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I went downstairs Monday <laughs> to the cafe downstairs, coconut water. They have like three types downstairs. Yeah. I want some of this cocoa, coconut and water now. See what it tastes it's like? like yeah. To be like fair, though, these, uh, especially QT over here, doesn't have a lot. Oh, like really? Every time we try and go over there, I'm like, yeah, I want this and this. They don't have it. Like, they have a bunch of refrigerators and shelves and everything, mm-hmm. but it's all filled with the same stuff. If you want some kind of special flavored Red Bull or Monster or something, you're probably not going to have a regular one. Yeah. Ladies helped me in the store, and uh, she's looking through the freezers, can't find it. And I said, well, all right, I'm just going to get them this expensive Voss water. It's like a dollar fifty, and uh, she goes, "Okay, I think he'll like that." But like, you don't even know who I'm talking about. <laughs> what? But that whole interaction got me from a three point five energy level down to a two point three, <laughs> and I'm like, "There's no way I'm going to be able to do the show and like be coherent and mm-hmm. present and all that. I'm not going to be able to do it." Well, about thirty minutes before the show started, I guess it just adrenaline kicked in or something, and I picked back up and I was I, we did a good show. Mm-hmm. Um. But there was one moment I want to call out okay. in particular. I didn't notice that Spider did. Oh. It was during the break. I went to the bathroom. Oh, yeah. And uh, I heard Spider, as I was leaving, Spider says, Michael's going to like that. But I didn't know what he was saying. And then usually when he says something like that, it means something I'm not going to like. Okay. Like he's being sarcastic about it. But then after the show, he said, did you see what I saw? And I'm like, no. What did you see? Well, I think it was call me on the phone, right? Yeah. Yeah. When that came on, he was uh, having a little conversation with Joey over here. And, that dude uh, was cool. Yeah, towards the towards the end of the song, was like sitting there bobbing his head. I was like, oh, he's into it. Yeah, tapping his finger. We got it on camera. So not only did he like Walk Like Gumby, he liked On the Phone as well, which oh, are two Michael Zavala oh. creations. Yeah, he was a fan of the Snuggie line. Yeah. I, I think he was laughing too much to hear the uh, Paula Deen line. Yeah. <laughs> I heard it, yeah. <laughs> Most rappers can't fit in Snuggie and Paula Deen in the same verse, but I do it. I go there. I'm adventurous. I think he's going to sign me. Do you have a Snuggie? No, never had one. I've always wanted one. I think I've been in one. You need some kind of weird, you need like a Ninja Turtle Snuggie. Me? No, Mike. I've got a Ninja Turtle pajama pants, but I don't have a Snuggie. Is a Snuggie the one that's like half like hoodie and half blanket? I hope so. Mm -hmm. Is that what that is? Yeah. Does that have feet? No, I think it's just like the blanket and it's just arms for your hands. So you can watch TV and still do stuff without having to take the blanket off. We're going to rock it. We got to do the old school, like, you know, onesie. onesie. Oh, I have a Batman onesie, but it didn't have the booties. 
Say the booties are, <laughs> those are important. Yeah. I mean, that's the whole gig. But here's know? the problem though. Even as a kid, I remember having a problem with it because when you feet, my feet get really hot in the middle of the night, especially yeah. you have blankets and stuff, you're trapped because you can't, you have to take the whole onesie off to get mm-hmm. your feet cooled off. It's true. It's a terrible thing. It's torture. That's what they should have done in Iraq. Yeah. So the waterboard. <laughs> Lock them in onesies. Yeah. You need nice. to get the butt flap for your feet. <laughs> yeah. That's what they need. Feet flap. Oh, feet see. Flap. Stranger things, man. I bet you we can make a product called the Feet Flap. Right. Make a ton of money. Especially for those uh, foot models. It'll be our... With the people with the feet fetishes. It'll be our kitten mittens. our own line of adult onesies? Yeah. But they only have the flap on the feet. Go on Shark Tank. Yeah. Feet Flap. Uh, (laughs) Sharks. (laughs) I mean, you could use other flaps. Sharks. That's my only contribution to the the company. Feet Flap. (laughs) 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 Just my voice. (laughs) The commercials and stuff. You don't even show up. Spider's there with me doing the presentation. He, he, all he does is push the button yeah. with your audio saying, right. feet flap. <laughs> now presenting, feet flap. Shark Tank. Let me see if I can find the music for Shark Tank. Uh, theme music. But yeah, we go there and we're like, uh, oh, this looks like it's it. Let's see. I hope it is. Lemons, lemons. Nope. Lemons. <laughs> I really need to get a browser that, that has like, yeah, it was. But you, you have the ones that are like three seconds long that let you skip, and then you have these that go on for like 60 seconds, yeah. and then you can't skip it. For Expedia.com. Why were they talking about lemons? Next in the tank is Michael Zavala with Feet Flaps. Hi, Sharks. Uh, I am Michael Zavala, one of the creators of Feet Flaps. See, the only fan feet foot fetish no. industry is a $6 billion industry. And so we wanted to give away from models to show off their feet, but in style. Introducing the feet flap. And it's like the little music comes on like, ding, ding, ding. You know, the, you know when it's really a really bad invention? Yeah. When the music changes like a goofy little like, ding, 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 ding. ding. And then uh, they, they zoom in on like Mark's face and he's, and he's like rolling his eyes. <laughs> sea sharks. <laughs> what would Joey do? No, I thought Joey would just be there. Uh, and he would be the foot model. Ah, uh-huh. yeah. Wait, I thought we were inventing the feet flaps for you know ventilation purposes, I right? So too, but not everyone's going to use it for that. Well, we got to niche down. Well, you got to figure out one way. I mean, oh, I market. figured it out. Oh, all right. Well, then other people are going to buy it because they're going to see it from the feet model people. You see what I'm saying? Uh-huh. They're going to really sell the product for us, even though they're buying it. So we're making money from them, and then they're going to sell the product on their OnlyFans. Without them realizing it. Because people are like, well, that's a really interesting idea. The feet flap. Feet flap. Yeah. Feet flap. Feet flap. I'm asking for $2 billion oh. for 5% of the company. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we're going to... Check out that. those flaps. How many sales have you made so far? Zero. And where do you get these numbers from? I just made them up. <laughs> we need to get y'all on Shark Tank next. I, re- I really think that's our next thing. We just got to figure out what company we're going to make. Yeah. Feet flap. Feet flaps. Honestly... <laughs> What if we did that? What if we made a onesie with feet flaps? You know, people have done, you know, weirder stuff. Let's do it. We'll be like, uh, sharks. We, sh- well, we should have multiple flaps. And I don't, flaps. And I don't think you need flaps. shark tank for that. You know, we, we could pull that one off without that. Why don't we just call it the flapper and just have like multiple oh. flaps all over it, you know? That sounds good. Yeah. Sharks. Chest, uh, chest flaps for the multi-flap. ladies. Multi-flaps. Yeah, multi-flaps. You got flaps on the bum. You got Ass flaps flap for everyone. You got, got flaps. hands. I got so many flaps, I don't know what's going on, you know? That flap kind for of, your private. Yeah. Sharks, the flap industry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a $6 billion industry. <laughs> We're the flappers. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> What's our fans' names? Right. Fan flappers. 
See, it, it, it's, fans. I think that's Mr. More. Wonderful. We have a flapper for you. <laughs> Everybody likes pockets and holes. Right? Oh, what? You know, they do. You know, like, the whole industry is a two trillion dollar a year industry. <laughs> we all need a little bit more flap in our life. Yeah. Especially Everybody likes onesie, especially when you're going to sleep. Sharks, the sleep industry. <laughs> <laughs> he goes from one industry to the next. Sharks, there are seven billion people in the world, and we believe there's seven billion customers. Who's ready to make some money? Everyone has to sleep. Are you ready to flap with us? <laughs> the music got louder. It's yeah. overbearing. Yeah. The producers try to drown us out with the music. Just so the flap industry is a, a $5.6 billion. <laughs> that wasn't on the schedule. Oh. But we made a million dollar idea. There you go. In the fish tank. Feet flap. What if we did that? What if we started a, a, a YouTube show called The Fish Tank? And we're the little minnows that give $10 out to little uh, lemonade, lemonade stands. Yes. <laughs> I don't think Sharks. we could afford that business. Yeah. That's a lot of loss there. That's a racket. Yeah, then big big lemonade starts coming after us. <laughs> Not oh Minute God. Maid. <laughs> it's like the mob. Uh, Minute Maid mob? Uh, what? Minute Maid mob? What? Yeah, big lemonade. They don't like that we're uh, coming into the industry. Country time. They don't want to get your ass. They don't want anybody getting in on their squeeze. They don't even squeeze anything. Ooh, it's just powder. Oh yeah, I guess. But anyway, I I kind of think that we should go to New York for DOC's premiere. Oh, is that whenever they're gonna? Yeah, re- June tenth. That'd be in awesome. New York. Yeah. Wow. That'd be nice. He'd probably be like, "Who y'all?" Yeah. <laughs> no, but y'all he, was, he, he was. He was a pretty genuine you. dude, man. He was pretty cool. Who let these fools in here? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he was a really cool dude, and I've always wanted to meet him, and it was so great talking with him last week. And I feel like we really touched on just about everything. Mm-hmm. And if we had the flapper, we could have given him one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, with his name on it and everything. A gift for our guests. Yeah. that's You know how like some shows, like The Night Show, they give you a gift bag with all sorts of fancy stuff in it. Mm-hmm. You come on this show, we give you a flapper, a signed x-ray, and an MZ Now sticker. We should come up with gift bags. Yeah, though, a just oh, conversation with Clark. Yeah. Oh, that's the other thing. Thank you for bringing that up. Oh. Because I don't know if you guys noticed it, but Clark tried his maneuver at the end of the show where he tries to corner corner with Clark. Yeah. Where he tries to put you in that corner over there and tell you about his life story. Yeah. Boy, he didn't even get to the part where he was an orphan yet. DOC was already like on it. He, he knew this yeah. guy's going to try to trap me. So like in the middle of Clark trying to make some point about whatever he's talking about, DOC goes. The same point previously. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, he was like a... Uh, Real quick, one last question. It's like, um, and he you know, goes on, and DOC already it's knew. I'm, I'm not getting out of here if I don't make a move now. <laughs> it's so not a question. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a statement that he wants to make. He should just say, really quick statement. <laughs> but DOC goes, I appreciate it, man. And he goes out and shakes his hand. I'm like, wow, what a professional. Right. Yeah. He was the only person that's been in here recently that hasn't been trapped in the corner with Clark. Because he's a professional. He's a, he's a pro. That's not his first Clark he's met in his life. Right. You need to start running that camera. Oh, yes, it is. that segment. Clark is a... He's, yeah. He's a unique creature. I'm sure DOC is trying to be cornered by a lot of uh, yeah. nerdy white guys in his past. Yeah. That's not the first time. So uh, he's like, all right, I got to get out of here. Yeah. I don't know. Um, We should like mic up uh, Clark every time we have a guest. At the end of the show? Just no, throughout the show, because even during the breaks and stuff, he just... Oh, we had the mics running. Just so we can hear what he's talking about. Yeah. Because I, I think, I, I assure you, 99.9% is the exact same thing. Yeah. Our previous guest. Yeah. We should really put a GoPro on him during the show. GoPro. So you, yeah. So you see everything. So you get the point of view of the guest, <laughs> the fear in their eyes. 
Just run that on the live. <laughs> yeah. That's what we get. You you and we'll it's pay per view. MZ now plus. Pay-per-view. Yeah. Nine ninety nine a month you get to see the Clark cam. Clark and it's cam. literally it's Clark trying to corner these guests that are in studio. Yeah. It doesn't matter who they are. That should be a contest. See how long they can last. If you get out before <laughs> he, he tells you he's an orphan, you win. Right. If you yeah, can if you one. can outlast the Clark or if you can flip the question on to yeah. him to where you pin him in the corner. It's almost like a you know, a mental boxing Why? game. Yeah. We should try to start to see if anybody is, you know, up to that level yet. That's a, a perfect image of this old thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's one of the most gruesome episodes of Star Trek The Next Generation I've ever seen. Oh, my gosh. That was like what they did. I don't know if they're going to show it yet, but... It's like a m- mind-boxing game. Yeah, but it's, at some point, somebody explodes. And back in the 80s, you know, you'd be watching that and be like, ugh, or 90s. Start... Star Trek back in the day used to freak me out when I saw it as a kid. Yeah, when we came in earlier, one was on where everyone had like blue veins. Yeah. That's the one that scared me. Is it? Yeah. Well, I was like, man, I bet this looked awesome and SD Mm -hmm. doesn't look that great in HD. No, I remember seeing that as a kid because if I was up uh, late enough, I could see Star Trek and I could see I Love Lucy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love Star Trek because there's something about the sci-fi aspect of it and the gadgetry and they're in space and aliens. I liked all that, but it freaked me out. And the one that freaked me out the most was when Jordy got the blue veins. Yeah. And there was some little blue glowing creature running around. Yeah. So Jordy went down to the planet and gets infected. And they had to bring him up and they bring him back to life, but, or, you know, to his normal self. But mm-hmm. spoilers. Yeah. Sorry, I don't want to ruin it for anybody. But which yeah. one was Jordy? That guy right behind Reading you, LeVar Burton. We've had him on the show. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That guy. So, uh, but yeah, that one freaked me out more than I think any of them. That and the exploding alien. It looked alien. pretty crazy. Yeah. When you're four or five years old, it blows your mind. All right, we're right back. Hello, this is Michelle Nichols, and you are listening to Michael Zavala. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash MZ now. What's up, first caller on one eight 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 mz live 5 What do I wear? What do you win? Yeah, do I get a coffee cup or something like that? Oh, no. No, that's, that's way too expensive. But thanks for calling. So that was our first caller on one eight eight eight. Call the show at one eight 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 six nine five four eight three five. Mike Ryder, a shadowy flight into the dangerous world of a man who does not exist. Michael Zavala, a young loner on a crusade to champion the cause of the. <clears throat> uh, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm not reading this. <laughs> uh, I'm not reading it. Of of all the things he's asked me to read over the years, this is, uh, this is, uh, this is terrible. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not reading this. Michael Zavala, MZ Now. MZ now. Eric's over here. Eric. Hi. That's Eric. And then this is Chris over here. Hey, Miss Jesse Smiles, girl. <laughs> now we're gonna play a game called Guess oh, Who's yeah. the Gay One. <laughs> MZ now. Uh, 
This is MZ Now. This is Howie Mandel, and you're listening to Michael Zavala. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash MZ Now. It's such a pleasure to talk to you because, uh, it's funny enough, I just finished watching Fresh Prince of Bel-Air like, just a few months ago. Just a, a complete binge of the series. And oh. uh, such an iconic show. Do you enjoy the show? I love it. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great family to be amongst. I know you had an opportunity to play Aunt Viv originally, and then you kind of passed on it, and then you had another opportunity show up. Did you have to audition for Aunt Viv the second time around, <laughs> or did they already kind of have you in mind? Um, the first time I would have had to audition. Yeah. <laughs> the second time I had to audition. Right. <laughs> against 200 <laughs> other people. I, I am not of the status that they just say, okay, we need you for a series, darling. Just come play. <laughs> it was such a unique situation that you were in because here's an established, you know, character now. How did you approach it? Were you thinking too much like, I got to make this character my own now, or I can't make it too different because uh, people won't like it. Like, how, how did you approach that whole situation? I got on a plane and I went to Los Angeles and I said, I've got a job. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I got a paycheck. <laughs> There's no way I could have done anything that she had done. I don't have the same talents that she has. Right. I had to bring me to that character. And what I tried to do was make sure that I was comfortable as a member of that family. That's all I was concerned about. Not, you know, what I was going to be judged as. Right. I knew I would be judged as, oh my God, that's somebody different. <laughs> right. Yeah. And from there, it was up to the world, not me. And thank God there wasn't like any kind of Twitter back then where you get that right. instant feedback and then you're just, you know, doubting everything you're doing. Did you look at reviews after your your first episode aired or did you kind of just stay away from all that and just kept your head down and kept pushing I, on? I never, I can read the reviews. It doesn't affect me. Yeah. People are entitled to their opinions. Um, I have opinions too. <laughs> <laughs> so um, they don't bother me. Good, bad reviews. It doesn't change what I bring to the work. I bring my professionalism. I bring my commitment to the character. Yeah. And I try to learn all the words. Hey. Yeah. I, I wish I could do that. I get one bad review or somebody says something negative and I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm down for like a week. So I wish no, I had that no. ability. It has nothing to do with you. Right. It really has nothing to do with you. Yeah. That's, that's somebody's vision of you that doesn't affect your life at all. Right. No, that's exactly right. And I, that's something I have to learn. And I, I am learning as I as I progress through yeah. life, you know. Um, yeah. Now, I love the Fresh Prince reunion show you guys did. I watched it, <laughs> no lie, probably three times with three different groups of people. Loved it. What was it like returning to that set all these years later? Well, it was not quite the set. It right. was almost the set. <laughs> but what was exciting and exhilarating and wonderful was being all in the same place at the same time. Yeah. We have been among each other since the show ended. We are all very good friends and we've been through weddings and births of babies and sadly a funeral, but we are very much a very close family. Yeah. And to have the opportunity to all get together at the same time was just remarkable. It was thrilling for us. And the way Will set it up, he kept us each in a separate hotel 
so we wouldn't reunionize before we got to set. <laughs> so those are general. Uh, those, those are real reactions when you're coming out on set, seeing each other for the first. Those are real reactions. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, for sure. That's awesome. It was. It was a. I, I mean, I cried all three times watching it in, in certain moments. So yes, I cry every time I watch it too. <laughs> What's your favorite Fresh Prince moment as far as like maybe shooting the show or an episode? Do you have something that you kind of think about from time to time that kind of sticks out from the rest? Well, uh, my favorite episode, of course, is my first. Yeah. Which I was just thrilled to to be there. And uh, it was my first opportunity to work before a live audience. And I was a little nervous. Yeah. All those. 25 years of television I had done had all been shot film style. So (laughs) this was a new opportunity for me and it got very comfortable very quickly. But when I look back at all of the episodes, the, the last one of course makes me cry. But the one that really tears at my heart is when uh, Will's father comes back and then leaves again. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've watched that one a few times over the years and every single time it hits you in a different way, especially as you get older, it kind of yeah. touches on different levels, you know? So, right. um, I mean, like I said, the show is so impactful and then, you know, you get the news that Bel Air's coming out and you're like, why are you, at least when I saw the trailer, I kind of got excited, but at the same time, I'm like, why are you going to mess with the classic? And I started to have my doubts about it. What did you think when you heard the news that Bel Air was coming out? We heard the news at the reunion and we got to meet the creator of that uh, YouTube uh, film that yeah. got uh, Will's attention. And we were introduced to him and I was very proud that they were going to take it in a dramatic direction. Yeah, There's no way you can reboot a series that is of its, its time and its place, which is 25 years ago. Right. There are a lot of sensibilities that are different. There are a lot of surrounding opportunities and, and instances that are so different now than they were back then. Why would we try to reboot that? Right. What they did was take the original Fish Out of Water series or concept and make it into a dramatic telling of the same story basically yeah but it's fabulous no it is <laughs> i did a great job i sat there watched the trailer and i'm like oh no i don't they're gonna miss it all up you know how hollywood does and this and that and then what? part of you though is intrigued and so i watched the first episode and I, when it came out of in fact i started getting excited the more i saw tv spots for it and things like that i started getting more excited and then i watch it and i was hooked I, I was, I'm so cheap. I don't want to pay $5 for Peacock or whatever it is, but it got me so, I, I was so hooked that I turned on my subscription right away, you know, because I got to see what happens Great. next. And uh, the cast is phenomenal. The show's phenomenal. I, I just can't uh, say enough good things about it. And I heard yeah. a little birdie told me that you're going to be guest starring on that show uh, in the next week or two. Yes, on the 24th. Yeah, I guess episode nine. I guess they're up to seven now. So you've got two weeks to wait. The penultimate, right? I think they're doing 10 episodes. So that's yeah. that's the right use of that word, right? Penultimate? I, I like that. <laughs> Trying to make me sound very smart. Lucid, very learned. Right, I, I, right. Gosh. Do you, can you talk about the character that you're playing? Obviously, are you playing like Aunt Viv from like the uh, Fresh Prince multiverse or are you playing a totally different character? What's going on with your role? I'm playing a different character. Cool. And with me on that episode is the woman who played Will's mother, 
in the original show, Bernay Watson. Oh, that's going to be awesome. So, yeah, it, it was awesome just being around the new cast and and feeling the feeling iconic because they make you feel iconic. Right. Yeah. They're so excited about meeting us and we were so excited about meeting them and working with them was a dream. It was I I kind of christened Cassie, who plays the next Aunt Viv. I christened her Aunt Viv 3.0. I'm 2.0. <laughs> she's 3.0. Did you that I was going to ask because she does a great job as Aunt Viv and I feel like she takes what you brought and and uh you know the original Aunt Viv brought I feel like she kind of honored both of your your portrayals of Aunt Viv and then sort of brings her own as well and she brought a great persona to that character I I really am impressed I am too and I was wondering did she hit you up at all and did you give her any pointers on here's what I think or did you just kind of let her do her thing I, I met her the day I shot, and that was about that it. Was it. So that was it. That was oh wow! Not much time to give her any. <laughs> she's already had a bunch of episodes under her belt. Right, right. But I did give all of them a note that I gave to Will way back when we were on the show, um, and it was something my husband told me years ago. He says, "Never let the successes go to your head, and never let the failures go to your heart." Mm-hmm. And they appreciated that note and said, okay, we'll keep that in mind. You know how young people want to be stars, right? but stars live and die. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're a star because the audience says you're a star. Yeah. So uh, ride the wave, enjoy the highs, but get busy when they're the lows. You know, don't take them. Early. Yeah. I, I interviewed the, uh, the late, great Leonard Nimoy, who played Spock on Star Trek years and years ago. And one of the things he said he heard um, early in his career was greatness, or it's uh, the work is the seeds of greatness or something to that effect of where it's really about the work more than just the pursuit of fame that kind of right. takes you to where you need to go. Uh, I know I'm misquoting it, but essentially that's what I took out of that. And what you're saying too, that's, again, you can't let it go to your head because it's going to come and go. You just got to keep your head yep. down and do the good work, right? Do the business. Like Will has been doing the business. I've been so proud of him because when I first met him, he was about the business of right. show business. Yeah. And I thought that was brilliant. Uh, I'm married to a man who's very much about the business of show business and the images that one creates. And knowing that these images are never leaving the metasphere or the atmosphere or anywhere, you have to make sure that what you're portraying on the camera is something that you will feel good about yeah. in the long run because I try not to impinge on my integrity, but I'll play any character that has something to say. Right. That's such great advice. Can you go back and watch old Fresh Prince episodes or are you kind of one of those people that don't like, hey, we recorded it, it's done, it's out there, I'm not watching it. I know a lot of people can't watch their own work. Are you like that? I love it. You do? That's great. <laughs> That's so I great. go way back and watch some of the old things that I was on and wonder, <laughs> oh, I shouldn't have done that. Ooh. <laughs> Why are you shaking your head like that? Oh, <laughs> but hey, it's on film. It's in the atmosphere now. It'll never go away. That's right. Are you still close with anybody on the show? Everybody. Everybody. You Every are so nice. I've met a, a few of the cast members. I, I met Tatiana actually uh, <gasps> years ago at a birthday party in, in Burbank. 
didn't know it was Tatiana. I just remember thinking, this is such a nice person, you know, just a sweet person, very talented. It was at a karaoke bar. I hate karaoke. Uh, but she did a great job. And I just thought, what, oh. what, a, what a great person. And then find out, you know, as, as we leave that it's Tatiana. And I, I had her on the show last year, I think, and told her the whole situation. I thought I had discovered her. Meanwhile, she, you know, I was the one being oh. discovered, I guess. <laughs> Everyone, you guys are so nice. Everybody is so nice. Yeah. Everybody. And it's, it's genuine familial feelings that we have for each other. It's a true love that we all share. And it's absolutely marvelous and very rare in Hollywood. So I'm really pleased that we have it. Do you ever get tired of talking about Fresh Prince? You know, you're, I'm sure you're more than just Aunt Viv. You know, you're an author. You're a, a seamstress, I found out. Do you still, do you still sew and, and make clothes and stuff that like that? that you made that? Oh, yeah. And I made those tote bags that are hanging there. I don't know if you could see those. Yeah. Go to my website. Look at all the things I've been doing. Where do I go online to see that? DaphneMaxwellReed.com. And it has all your stuff. Perfect. My my books, my photographs, my cards that I make, the things that I sew, tell you a little bit about me. It's got my reels on there. So you can see me singing with, um, who was I singing with on one of the shows, Eve, I got to sing with Kelly, Kelly from, you know, uh, don't get old. You're my, you're my. <laughs> hey, I'm already there. I, I can't remember anything half the time. <laughs> Kelly so. Williams. Yo, Kelly Williams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I got to sing with her and people said, oh, we didn't know that you sang. I'm going, nobody asked me. <laughs> yeah. You're more than just Aunt Viv. That should be the name of your next book. I'm more than just Aunt Viv. <laughs> That's enough. And I'm starting my memoir, so maybe I'll use that title. Oh, that's cool. I can't wait to read it. Such uh, great advice. I enjoyed talking to you. It was such a pleasure. Thank you so much for your time. I can't wait to see you on Bel Air. That's going to be incredible. Oh, yeah. Don't blink. It ain't long. <laughs> hey, as long as the check clears, right? That's all that matters. <laughs> Done. Right. All righty. Have a wonderful weekend. You too. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So uh, I went to a speakeasy the other night. What? And uh, uh, what, what area of town? Were I'll you tell in? you, because uh, what's funny is about three weeks ago, this guy at this restaurant that I go to sometimes was telling me about a speakeasy in this part of town that I used to hang out at. Uh-huh. And he was describing it. And I'm like, I don't think there's a speakeasy there. He goes, no, no, no. I'm telling you, it's, you go down this alleyway and it's in there and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, it is. It sounds like I know your brother. Yeah, yeah, I know where it's at. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly where it's at. Oh, okay. And so, but I'm like. I've eaten Brunster at least five or six times. I've never seen an alley or anything like that there. He goes, no, it's it's there. I said, there's a couple of restaurants in the area that have the same name or similar name. So I'm thinking he must, and he's not from here. Like he's from outside of uh, the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Well, gotcha. slightly out of the Dallas-Fort Worth area. So I'm thinking maybe he doesn't really know the restaurants are getting confused. I'm like, I don't think so, buddy. You know, I don't think so, chief. <laughs> and then um, I was at that restaurant again the other night. This girl hits me up. She goes, what are you doing? I said, I'm over at this restaurant uh, that happens to serve seafood, shellfish in particular. She goes, well, I have a, uh, a shellfish allergy, but I'll come meet you up. I said, all right, well, that doesn't make a lot of sense, but <laughs> I'm here. So she comes up and uh, we're having a great time. Everyone's, I like this place because um, the area I hang out at in this restaurant is very small and, and you can just talk to everyone there and it's, it's a good time. And uh, the girl goes, hey, do you want to go somewhere else? And I'm thinking, okay, yeah, we'll go somewhere else within this complex that we're in. I'm like, yeah, we'll go next door over to this place because this other restaurant closes early, the one we were at. 
And she goes, are you married to this place? Do you have to stay here or are you good going somewhere else? I'm like, I'd like to stay here, but I'm, I'm down to go somewhere else. She goes, I'm going to take you someplace. It's going to be a surprise. And I'm like, can you give me any hints or any clues of what's happening or where this place is or what this place is? No, you're just going to have to trust me. And she goes, I'll drive. I've never driven with this person before. <laughs> before I get canceled, I'm not saying that all women are bad drivers. <laughs> what I'm saying is I have never met a woman who wasn't a bad driver. So let me just make that clear. I'm sure there's one or two out there somewhere, but I have not met them yet. And this girl has a sports car and drives the car like a sports car, (laughs) you know, to the two miles it was to get to where we needed to go. Surface roads, we're going like, well, it feels like we're going 90 miles an hour, but you're in a sports car, so it always feels like you're going faster than what you are. But I still saw my life flash before my eyes several times during this trip. And she goes, did I scare you? I said, I peed my pants 30 seconds after takeoff, so (laughs) I'm good now. We get to this place and we pull up to the area where your brother works, Joey. Oh. And I'm like, what? And you have to understand, I like speakeasies because I've been trying to find a speakeasy that really feels like a speakeasy here in Dallas. Yeah. And so I'm so excited. I'm like, this is, I've heard so many good things about it. Brock was just telling me about this three weeks ago and here it is. I didn't think it existed. And here we are. We're going to this place. I said, is this a speakeasy? And she goes, yes. And I get the biggest grin on my face because I'm so excited. Can't wait to tell the guy the password. You know, mm-hmm. we walk up and I'm, and I'm smiling ear like, this is like the Chuck E. Cheese for adults speakeasies. Let's just, let's be honest. And so I get up to the, the guy that's standing out there by the door. First off, there wasn't like a little eye door. You know what I'm talking about? Where you slides it open. Yeah. There was none of that. There's just a guy standing out and not even really an alley. It's just kind of like a side street. Right. But still there's a guy standing out there and uh, I go, do I have to tell you the password? And he goes, password. No, I'll just let you in. <laughs> I'm like, what kind of speakeasy is this? Right. And then uh, we open the door and it's just a, it's just a bar. Yeah. I'm like, you can't call yourself a speakeasy just because you don't have a sign out front. That's what speakeasy well, that's what means speakeasy, man. Yeah, 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 but that's not what it was. That's how it originated. Yeah, like yeah. the one Eric was telling us about where you had to go through like the phone booth or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Statler. Yeah, you should have went to that one. Or you need a hand- right. handshake to get in or... In- Somebody opens the little slit, looks at you. Or you sit on the, the co- I've heard like some in California where you sit at the coffee table or whatever, and then they push a button and the wall turns. Well, That's yeah. what I'm talking about. Well, look, I've been. It's all about how you get in there. Right. I've been in speakeasies in Dallas where you walk through the kitchen. Oh, great. You put the bar in the back. <laughs> okay. You can't just yeah. put a bar in the back of your building and say, hey, you can't get a drink up here. You have to go around to the back. That's not a speakeasy. Yeah, to the kitchen. Right. <laughs> You're not a speakeasy just because you don't have a sign out front. I want to go through a cool way. It makes me so upset. Don't call yourself a speakeasy. You're just a bar without a sign. You're just too cheap to buy a sign for the front. <laughs> That's all it is. Uh, but anyway, had a great time. Met this Russian watch dealer. <laughs> uh, met this race car driver guy that uh, he owns race cars and they, they race him around the, the country and he's from NASCAR? Florida. I don't know. He's a NASCAR guy? No, he's like, he just owns the, the company. I got cars. I got a lot of cars. And you know what that guy looks like. He's kind of like a shorter, stocky guy, white guy, kind of balding. You got a mustache? No mustache. Mm. No, he's not in a skilled trade. Yeah, he wasn't a mm. professional. Right. Now, if he was a driver or he worked on the car, he would have a mustache. Right. Um, but yeah, I had a great time. And I'm like, this is so great. Uh, Otis, the bartender there is fantastic. I know Otis. Yeah. And I'm like, did you ever watch Andy Griffith growing up? Yes. <laughs> Otis the drunk. <laughs> did you ever watch Andy Griffith, Joey? Uh, yeah, a couple times. Otis was a town drunk. I remember the song. Remember the the, the whistling. Whistle, the whistling. I remember walking around. You know, in the beginning, 
Uh, and then remember the weird deputy guy that was always Barney Five. Yeah, he was always kind of off kilter. Right. A little uh, Clarkish. And then they always try to give you a little uh, pleasantry at the end. Right. So, pleasantry. Uh, yeah. I mean, I I wouldn't say I was a fan. Right. It doesn't sound like it. Yeah. A little pleasantry at the end. <laughs> wasn't uh Oh, well, yeah. Wasn't Gober Powell on there too? Yeah. Yeah. That's where he got his start, and then he went into yeah. he got drafted. I was more excited. Or went into the army. The only time I ever saw that, you know, it was like during summers, during the days. Yeah. I was more excited about the Munsters. Yeah, yeah, Munsters yeah, are great. Monsters. That Munsters came on usually right after Griffith. You know, uh, what we should do lunchtime. So w- before you ask, Munsters or Adams Family? Munsters, dude. I would say Munsters. I didn't really watch the Adams Family. I didn't either. Nah, it was too corny. Munsters were just funny. I mean, I watched them both, but the Munsters are ones that made me really want to pay attention to the episode. You got <laughs> and there's a Munster replica house two got, miles from my house. You wow. got a, you got a Frankenstein. That marries a, a vampire that has a wolf boy kid. Yeah, you don't know how the DNA, the way the DNA works is crazy. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> I mean, you just, and then, genetics is crazy. Yeah, and then their daughter was like, you know, an outcast freak to them, but she was the hottest chick in, in you know, all of Hollywood at the time. Yeah. At least in my adolescent mind. Uh, yeah, man, Munster's ruled. Didn't yeah. they have the uncle, or was that the Adams family? Yeah. They I get the, it mixed up sometimes. He was a vampire, too. Yeah. I think Russ Martin had a Munsters coach. Oh, yeah, that's right. At one point. But, uh, yeah, anyway, that was great. It's a great uh, spot. This uh, I think it's called Outwater's Alley. Is that what it's called? Oh, yeah, that place. Anyway, I had a great time there. Didn't die. Wow. But I walked out and I told the door guy, we're going to have to come up with a password yeah. because this is ridiculous. You can't just let everyone in here. You got no password, no sign. That doesn't mean you're a speaky. That's just a bar. It's a cheap bar. What's great is when I saw this on the schedule, I knew this is the exact conversation yeah. that was about to happen. I wish it was something where I'm like, I found an actual speakeasy here yeah. in Dallas. I want the FBI to come in. You're yeah. going to have to open it yourself. Yeah. Ooh, how great and would that be? Just not a, tell anyone else. What if it's like a, like a dinner theater thing? You go to the speakeasy. Cool. Like you, you, you come in as a group. You have two hours or whatever. We have bartenders. You have to buy all your drinks and stuff. But then like, the one hour, 30 minutes mark, we have FBI people come in and then we push a button. Everything like changes It's like a library. <laughs> and then you have to pretend like you're not drunk. We should just buy one of those old rundown laundromats <laughs> and put it in the back of one of those. You yeah. Know? But how you get through is you have to open the, the, the dryer washer and combo. Right, you put a certain amount of yeah. coins in it. And the next thing you know, the wall opens up. Right. Whoop, I want to feel like get smart. Yeah. All right. That's what I want to feel like when I'm going in. I want to be. I want to feel like I'm at a place I'm not supposed to be. Mm-hmm. I don't want the the guy being welcome in, opening the door, <laughs> red carpet rolling yeah. out, no password, valet. You get the valet your car. That's not a speakeasy. <laughs> you want to feel special and you want it to be in. I want to feel like oh, I'm going to park here. Hope we don't get towed. Let's go to this place. Hope we don't go to prison tonight. That's what I want to feel. Yeah. That's a speakeasy. Yeah. Okay. Well, then you need to come with me to the cantina. Yeah, <laughs> that's a, that's a well. You might get shot. I don't want to accident. I don't want to feel like I'm going to die. I just want to feel like I might be in prison for a little bit. And then years later, I tell my grand my grandkids, "Yeah, I went to a speakeasy. Spent three years. Did three years time. Just need enough money to open it up. Cross our fingers. This t shirt shop takes off. Or uh, our flapper business. Yeah, the flaps. Sharks. Foot flaps. Who's ready to flap with us, <laughs> Mister Wonderful? Foot flap in. Yeah. Foot flap in. I see where I got the, the jingle. Yeah. Battery's not included. <laughs> Comes with everything you see here. <laughs> uh, all right. I'm going to do my Michael's watch list. I'm going to change it up this year. I'm going to change it up because every year I'm like, it, it could be better. Like, I, it's kind of like thrown together every year. It's going to be thrown together this I year. I thought you just did one. 
Yeah, yeah last year. It feels like it was recent. Like really recent though. No, no, no. It was it was last year, last May. Watch list. You talk about movies. Yeah. So, um, it's TV shows. Oh. So what I'm doing now, I'm calling it Michael's Must Watch List. Oh my gosh. So these are shows that graduated to my must watch list. Now, Does that these- make sense? Current yep. shows? Or are they just shows you happen to come upon that are these years, are current shows? Are you are years old? No, this is not like Cheers or anything like that. Oh. These are like shows that are going on that I know are going to be renewed oh, and okay. uh, and all that. So you, you you if you haven't watched it, you need to get on now. But I'm going to start off with shows that didn't make the list that disappointed me enough. Doesn't mean I'm not going to watch it. It means that I'm not approving them on my my must watch list. Mm. And uh, I may get to it if I'm bored and have nothing else to watch. And first off, I got to find these. Uh, the graduation uh, music here. Maybe I am queer. Yeah, well, <laughs> while you're looking for that, are you going to oh, you know resubscribe what? to Netflix yes. for Stranger Things? Yes, absolutely. That This week I am, after months and months of not being a Netflix subscriber and being in that number that brought down the stock, mm-hmm. I helped single-handedly bring that one well, me and uh, <laughs> well, 200,000 I mean, other people. Really, all stocks are down right now. So Right, but there's because they lost subscribers. And I was one of those people. Uh... Yeah, I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna disable mine. Stranger uh, Things. I'm gonna watch part. Ozark, and I'm done. Oh, you know I don't have to because I get it for free anyways. Never mind. Oh. There you go. <laughs> yeah, because the first part is this week, Thursday or Friday. I don't oh, remember is it? which okay. one. And then the second part is like July Fourth weekend. Oh. I think they've done that for a few years now. Because I actually get uh, Apple TV and yes. Netflix free with my uh, phone provider with AT and T. Yeah. No, I don't, no, no, I don't T- get that. No, no, T- oh, you got T-Mobile. Oh, and then oh, yeah. AT&T, I get free HBO Max. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Wait a minute. You have AT&T and T-Mobile? Yeah, I have AT&T for my internet service. And on my internet service, I get free HBO Max. And, and then have- with T-Mobile, I get free right, Netflix and free Apple TV. Oh, okay. All right. So Wait, let me tell you the shows that are not making the graduation list. I'm going to start off with that first. Okay. And these are in alphabetical order somewhat. Didn't make the list. Atlanta. What a disappointment this season was. Did you watch it, Spider? I still, I've seen the first two and I haven't, haven't jumped back into it yet. And I'm not blaming Donald Glover. I'm all for experimenting and everything like that. There was, um, I just, when you take a four-year hiatus, again, it wasn't their fault. You had four COVID. Years. Yeah, it could have happened right in the middle of COVID, you know? If you take a four-year hiatus and you come back and only half your shows feature the cast that we know and love from the first two seasons, then you're wasting my time with these other standalone episodes these twilight zone episodes i like them they're good i know a lot of them are like stories he's wanted to tell that he just couldn't get out any other way right but he said at some point that the story he wanted to tell was he told in the first two seasons so it's over it's done so like i felt like i was wasting my time i'm not sure and i was hoping for something good at the end and nothing really happened and uh it's like here's how disappointing it was it's like going to blockbuster back in the day and getting that movie that you always wanted to see, coming home, opening up the case, and it's a different yeah. VHS in there. Oh. That's what it feels like. Because it wasn't what... Not that the movie that's in the case is, is bad. It's just not what you want. It's not what I was. my heart was set on. Mm. So uh, Atlanta will be back for one more season, I think. Will I watch it? Probably, but it's not a must-watch at this point. I'm disappointed. Um, C didn't make my list. It was on, I think, last year. But it didn't make the list just because... Oh, yeah. I forgot, I forgot about that show. I did, yeah. It's just not worth it. It's just too ridiculous. Like how <laughs> it's just, it's, it, there's no believability in it. And again, I yeah. can watch also, I can watch a talking bunny and a talking duck cartoon. And that's more real to me than Jason Momoa being <laughs> yeah, blind. I think when they jump to like, 
all these huge like civilizations and all that. I'm like, uh, why can't we go back to like the whole like original concept? Yeah. And yeah, and by the way, everyone apparently can see and just pretend to be blind right. <laughs> for the most part. <laughs> you could see two and then they fall in love. Yeah. So like I could watch so any stupid. other show that people can see. Uh, right. <laughs> um, Star Trek Discovery. Boy, what a hot piece of trash that is. <laughs> That's just, that is just awful. I just wish they blow that thing up. Um, <laughs> wow. And I really, I mean, I stuck with it for yeah. a while. I give, listen, I'm very patient. I give, I give things lots of chances, but <laughs> are they, after a while, you got to pull the plug. Are they continuing the animated one? Yeah. Lower decks is good. It's just not, you know, it's, it's, it's a good waste of time basically, you know, but it's, I think that comes back in a few weeks. Uh, Riverdale. Again, I'll probably finish it out. I think they just said that uh, next season is going to be the last. Mm-hmm. But it just it's starting to get so bizarre that it's hard to keep up. I liked and it. Are you current? Yeah, I think I am. You are? I think I oh. am. I'm somewhat current. I'm I think I, sure. I, I missed a few episodes and now I can't figure out where to watch it. And Superman and Lois. Oh, I haven't it was good, it. but it, it just wasn't enough to keep my attention to where I have to watch it. Again, these are shows I'll probably go back and watch at some point, but they're not a must a must watch. Mm-hmm. So, without further ado, here are the shows that are going to make it on the 2022 Michael Zavala must watch list. And I got to give myself some reverb here. I haven't done this so long, so I forgot how to do it. And if you hear a name that you like. Feel free to applaud for it. Ladies and gentlemen, these are the shows from Michael Zavala's 2022 must-watch list. Number one, Animaniacs, the reboot. All right. Number two, I was pulling the wrong thing down. Barry. Oh, yeah. yeah. Barry is so good. The season is incredible. I was watching it again because I saw a new season came out. Yeah. And I was like laughing already in the first like episode. It's so dark this <laughs> season. It's so great. I can't wait. I have to check it out. I have not seen Barry. Oh, it's yet. really it's a good. a good one. Bel Air. Oh, that's it. Me, 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 me. I don't like the ending, but. Curb Your Enthusiasm. Hey. All right. Good. Star Trek Strange New World. Oh, yeah. Which one is that? It's the brand new one. It just started. So good. So good. Stranger Things. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> now, well, what do you, how do you get promoted? Because it's like, it's been away for like a year or two. Yeah, but I want to finish it. We'll see. If this season sucks, then it's not going to make it on my watch list for well, next is it, season. This is the last season, though. No, no, no. It's second to last. Oh, gosh. Well, it's a two-part season. Yeah, but they're still going to do one more. Oh. Like, there's one more part of the story. All right, it's getting too chaotic. Let me restart this. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm at I six didn't even, likes. Yeah, I didn't know that was part of the song. <laughs> I didn't either. The Boys. <laughs> I'm with it. I haven't even watched it. That's a good show. You should get into that. Yeah, it's like... Uh, okay. Corporatized. Okay, yes. Superheroes. Yeah, I saw. I saw. I got that. The Orville. 
Oh, that's still on? <laughs> totally forgot about that I show. did too. Well, the new season starts next month on Hulu. What we do in the shadows. And I'm disappointed in every single person in this room who hasn't watched that yet. It's so good. <laughs> Only one little clap. And finally, Judge Steve Harvey season one, episode eight. Yes! Just that episode. Yeah. And that is Michael Zavala's 2022 must-watch list. Congratulations. That is the class of 2022. I have a whole thing planned for. I have a whole thing planned for. Um, we got to talk about strange new worlds, Eric. Mm-hmm. We'll have to do that when we come back, though, because uh, I do want to talk about. I did watch Chippendale Rescue Rangers on Disney Plus yesterday. <laughs> Is it new? The movie, yeah, huh. it's a movie. Um, Andy Sandberg and um, what's the guy's name? Comedian guy. Has like kind of a unique voice. Everyone kind of makes fun of him the way he talks. Maloney, Maloney, John Maloney, John Maloney. They're Chippendale, and it takes place like it's like uh, they're like Chippendale Rescue was a TV show they did back in the eighties, nineties, or nineties or whatever. And then they were they were just actors in it. And then now, in current day, they get a mystery they have to solve, and they all come together. And they're actors, right? They're not actually the the Rescue Rangers, but they're actors, and they got to come and solve like a, this. This case, and it's very like Robert Roger Rabbitish. Mm. Huh. It's really good. Are they? Uh, wait, it's Chip and Dale. Uh, Not the dancers. <laughs> no, I got that part. But are they uh, the same thing as like the uh, the chipmunks? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so they're just chipmunks. Mm-hmm. So they were the spinoff of the chipmunks. Or are they friends? Are they related? They're friends. Oh, they're friends. Okay. Yeah, Chip and Dale. Um, you remember the, the Disney Afternoon cartoon, right? Sort of. Where they had the the other the big mouse that was uh, he loved cheese and they had the fly and then gadget. I think so. The reason why I loved Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers so much growing up and why I was excited to see this movie was my first crush was Gadget from Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. She was the mechanic. Is she a chipmunk? Yeah, nice. or a mouse or something. I don't know, but she was hot. She looked good in that jumpsuit. <laughs> and I remember I'll thinking see. to myself, one day I'm going to grow up and I'm going to buy a car. That way she can work on it. That mouse? was my goal in life. Gadget, yeah. I thought we were going to get married. Have a little half-breed babies and stuff. <laughs> but she's been working on my stuff. Made me a little mechanical blimp that we can fly around. <laughs> it was great. I really do believe she was my first crush. And then maybe second was like Ariel. I, got, I started getting more into humans after a certain <laughs> age. No, but in, I, in the I beginning, the Ariel it was, part, man. I remember yeah. the Ariel. Uh, yeah, I, I can see that. No, but Gadget was hot, too. Do you remember Gadget? Pull her up. Do you have a phone? Yeah. Pull up Gadget. Or uh, Spider will pull it up. Just, that's why I said the whole chipmunk ride. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I think she was a mouse. Well, you know what I mean? <laughs> but at least Ariel was a mermaid. You know, you know? I mean. Yeah, but she had no bottom half. Uh, wow. That we know of. You don't know. Well, but she does now. because she had a mermaid? Nah, I don't know, man. You know? Yeah. You know what's going on there? Look at that. Hello, nurse. Look at that. What? Right there on, on his iPad. In front of you. Oh, well, it's still a rodent, man. <laughs> I don't discriminate. Oh, I, look at it! She, look at that jumpsuit! Look at her! Look at her jumpsuit! I, I understand you don't discriminate, but I think there would and probably, she can work on cars and stuff and make stuff. There'd probably be other humans out there who would probably discriminate against you having uh, relations with a, a life-size rodent yeah, like with the, ears, like the laws of Texas. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, we wouldn't live in that, Texas, you know? probably. <laughs> yeah, you'd have to go somewhere else, right? 
because they'd come after you. We could go anywhere in the world because she could make something where we could all travel together that we'd probably have to pedal with our feet. I think they had to pedal the little blimp with their feet, but it flew. Looking like those people riding the beer carts. Yeah, but this one flies, though, so that's (laughs) that's the only difference. Hey, man, Star Trek showed us anything. You know, he was down with, what was it, Kirk was down with interplanetary, interspecies connections. Yeah. So, hey, man. And that's what I grew up on. Fair enough. So there you go. Now, if it's a real mouse, that's a whole other thing. But a cartoon mouse that talks and fixes stuff and wears a mechanic jumpsuit? Count me in. So if it was life size and a real mouse that could talk and do all these crazy things, you weren't you're not down with it. It has to be cartoon. It has to be a cartoon mouse, yeah. Ah, so you know. Roger Rabbit is where. Because then at. you got to think about all the diseases the real mouse carries and ticks and stuff. <laughs> There's a lot of other stuff that comes with that. Oh, I got you. I haven't you know, gone that far in the in the mouse mind yet. Yeah. You know Gadget's last name? Zavala. <laughs> it will be Hack Wrench. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, you should reach out to. To, what's her name again? By the way, you know who Gadget? Gadget you should reach out to Gadget, see if she's single. You know why I also thought she was attracted? Because of her voice. And you know who did her voice? Who? Tress McNeil. She's the voice of Dot. Oh. On, uh, she was basically every female voice that you heard in any cartoon in the 80s and 90s. She was Fry in Futurama. Yeah. She was on The Simpsons. And that voice just makes whatever character she's doing very attractive. I bet you have a lot of competition out there that you're not aware of. There's probably a lot of individuals like yourself that have that same, you know, love interest. Well, I know there's competition. In, in the movie, she's married, so I missed my opportunity. Oh. She married the fly. The fly? Yeah, Zipper, I think his name. Wow, she is. She's pretty progressive. Yeah, you see their kids. <laughs> they show the kids in the movie. It's a good movie. Like I said, it's very in the, much in the feel of Roger Rabbit's a caper, and it's got a lot of cameos from a lot of different uh, IPs and franchises and stuff like that. So. If you haven't watched it, watch uh, Chippendale Rescue Rangers Disney Plus. And I've got a lot more stuff to talk about. We're going to have to do it when we come back in two weeks. We're not going to be here next week because it's uh, Memorial Day. Labor Day or Memorial Day? Labor Day is when I broke my leg, so it's Memorial Day. So it's Memorial Day, so we'll, we will not be here. We'll probably be out you know, uh, surfing or whatever we do. Finding new uh, speakeasies. Finding a new... I, I'm done with Dallas. I'm done. I will not go to another speakeasy in Dallas. Unless it's... Looking for these hybrid children called Flouse. <laughs> Flouses. Flouses running around. So anyway, we'll see you. I hope everyone has a safe and happy Memorial Day weekend, and we'll see you in a couple of weeks. This is MZ Now, online at mznow.tv. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash mznow.